Bada bing, bada boom. We are live. That is cameos on the air, my friends. Welcome, welcome. It is Monday. We are back on schedule. If you are looking for cameos, you are in the right place. My name is O'Shaughnessy. I am brought to you, as always, with my friend Samson, partner in crime, Samson with an HN. Tonight, we are talking about a couple things. At the top of the hour, uh, we have to hit on the Sony-verse, I think. Uh, it's just it's just due. I mean, nobody really wants to see Morbius, so we, we went ahead and saw it for you. Samson took the hit. Not we. <laughs> I took the hit. Sam, I saw it for you. Sam took the hit. Uh, we're going to break down Morbius and, and just talk sort of about what Sony is doing in their arena uh, versus like the MCU under Kevin Feige. But, um, you know, I think this properly kicked off this this Sony versus we'll call it this properly kicked off with uh, Venom one and two um, sort of bringing in this new era of everybody trying to recreate the the MCU magic. So. Just really quick as a recap, if anybody has not seen the Venom movies and don't plan on it, uh, I don't blame you. They were not great. But uh, the long and short of it is this guy comes comes into the picture, Eddie Brock. If you ever saw the, uh, the old Spider-Man movies, it's now played by Tom Hardy. He's kind of a loser, but he's all over the map. He seems cool, but they keep referring to him as a loser. I'm not sure why. Uh, some alien symbiote comes down. For some reason, they never explain why, actually, why it crashed lands to Earth. I think they were looking for other planets, but the fact that it crashed into Earth, whatever. The symbiote somehow gets over to America from, like, Malaysia, uh, just, like, taking a plane and shit. It is the worst, like, exposition montage of all time. It's, like, 20 minutes of, like, stuff I just did not care about. Um, Eddie Brock gets infected with Venom just like he does in those old movies and... Uh, the, 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 the action is okay throughout it, but at the end of the day, Venom's like, Hey, I want to live on this planet. And, uh, you seem like a cool dude. You're kind of a loser like me, I guess again. Uh, and they have to fight another one of the symbiotes that crash landed, uh, onto the planet. Of course they beat him, And that was the end of the first Venom movie. The second one is Woody Harrelson is Carnage, which is a weird pick. He's supposed to be like a serial killer, but he actually is just acting like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> like, like he's just Woody Harrelson <laughs> is going around killing people. Just imagine that. And you pretty much got a gist of the movie. Um, he's in love with a mutant for some reason, Shriek. Uh, and they, he like he somehow gets in contact with Eddie Brock because Eddie Brock is a um, what's the word I'm looking for? A journalist. I'm not sure why he wanted Eddie Brock specifically. They never really dive into that uh, to my recollection, but he bites him because Woody Harrelson likes to bite people in this movie and he bites him and then he gets infected with the uh, symbiote and he turns into carnage. It's a lot of people's favorite MCU uh, villain and they fight and there's some stuff. It, it's it's the, the action in this movie. I will say was much better. Uh, than the first one and it was a bit a little better paced but overall at the end of the day you could wrap both of those movies into like uh, a two-hour recap and I, I think it would be more than enough um, and yeah that's that's the long and short of Venom 
so that's that's your in a nutshell uh quick read so sam you saw morbius over the weekend why don't you tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about what happens in that movie and why you loved it so much all right. <laughs> just give I me, just I give me the two second overview of what happens in the movie because I don't actually know. I have no intention on seeing it. I don't know if I can do that without like spoil it. Tear it. No, 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 no. I don't mind spoiling. It. It's just I can't do it without like the anger because it's so <laughs> stupid. All right, then give us both. Give us the give us yeah. the, the hot take and the the breakdown. All right. So it starts off. Michael Morbius. He has some blood condition. He's in like the Congo or somewhere random, like mm-hmm. Colombia, just looking for vampiric bats. Uh, then he cuts his own arm to like lure the bats for some reason. It's, it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Catches these bats. Uh, he's like the world's leading like uh, sci- blood scientist, blood right? So science. all blood. Okay. Yeah, whatever the actual term for that is. So all these bloodborne disease, which is what happens in the comics. So he's like hematologist. a great. Yes, thank you. He's a great hematologist. Um, get his backstory he grew up with a a bunch of other kids that had like diseases similar to his uh but they would all die uh, he he called them all milo because they just kept dying um <laughs> what so yeah he just he didn't bother to learn anyone's name he just called them milo <laughs> because they would die right so here's his new one his name is lucian uh real name oh. or they they called him milo he even called himself milo okay. the doctor at the at the uh, clinic that he was at, called him Milo. Everyone just called this kid Milo. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two live; they grow <laughs> up. Milo becomes like some like kingpin. Like apparently, he went to law school, and then he like is independently wealthy somehow. We don't know how. They don't ever explain how. Okay. He didn't finish law school, uh, but he has mercenaries, and he secretly funds uh, Morbius's work. Morbius like turns out a Nobel Prize. He does all this stuff. Uh, eventually they go do some illegal testing with his uh, doctor friend Martin Uh, that's how he injects himself with the bat DNA okay boom now he's Morbius yeah now there's some weird Dracula effects every time he jumps or does something okay Uh, he kills the the mercenaries on the ship and I don't know why there are mercenaries on the ship in the first place (laughs) you got to protect the ship from, from what it, it just didn't make sense i don't know man so captain he, america's dropping out of the sky just attacking people you no. gotta put mercenaries on a no <laughs> it doesn't make any sense <laughs> then uh he, so he, he kills them by accident uh martin lives uh he calls like coast guard uh tyrese comes to investigate like oh there's some origami here apparently like morbius loved doing origami uh oh, okay. so he would give his girl origami whatever uh apparently that was enough to lead them straight to morbius uh, so they figure out like, oh yeah, you're a vampire. Is literally what happens. They're like you're a vampire. They chase him around. Uh, he's like running through the city. Eventually, Milo like takes the serum. Somehow like injects it into himself. Milo now, whereas it was just like a name his name is everyone. They, it's like they change his name or like he legally changed his name. I don't. know, They just keep calling Milo. <laughs> you know, his name is like Lucian. Uh. So then he he somehow ejects himself with the serum. I don't know how because you have to put it in your spine. So that's weird. But whatever. Is that played uh, by so, the dude that did uh, Doctor Who, or is that another guy? Isn't uh, the Doctor actually, Who actor in this movie the uh, weird looking white dude? That's got I'd have to check. He is a weird looking white dude though. Yeah, so I think that's Doctor right. Who. I think that's the Doctor Who guy. So, so Doctor Milo, Doctor Who Milo is in there, uh, running around acting like Venom, or sorry, acting like a Morbius. 
uh, because he wants them to be together yeah. forever. They're like apex predators. It's like real weird. Then uh, they he's running around the city like learning his powers, like trying to I need to cure myself. He has like the fake plasma that he uses to satiate the hunger, but he needs real blood. He's trying to get it right. Uh, eventually, they have a big fight. You know, how, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Martine, mm-hmm. she kind of dies, but she doesn't die. She becomes like a pseudo vampire. Um, and then uh, they're they're like the doctor that like raised them. His name's Nikolai. Uh, he gets killed by Milo. Uh, okay. So Milo kills everyone close to Morbius and then tries to kill Morbius, even though he wants to like be together with him forever. It's, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, they have a huge fight in the middle of New York City. They fall through the ground and then they're in like the subway or some cave fighting. And there's a gang of vampiric bats there. So I don't understand because <laughs> they had to go to Columbia earlier to get these same bats. Oh. But now these bats are here and he like does a bat Kamehameha to, uh, <laughs> to push uh, Milo. I'm not even exaggerating. It's a bat I Kamehameha. I know you're not trying to, but you're making this movie sound pretty dope. I mean, it's a bat Kamehameha sounds dope to you. Yeah. That sounds a awesome. A bat Kamehameha wave. <laughs> That's, he literally <laughs> goes like this. <laughs> Then he stabs him with he, uh, Morbius stabs Milo with like this serum oh, to God. like coagulate your blood so he dies, and then movie's over. He's like running around trying to cure himself, and then for some reason Michael Keaton pops up in prison. Mm-hmm. And We're talking about the they, stinger here, the, the yes. post credit. Here we go. Yes. Here's what here's what you're excited about. Yes, you see the after effects of the Spider-Man movie and then Michael Keaton is in a prison cell. The news is like, yeah, this guy's here. We don't know who he is. So they're going to let him go. They let him go. Somehow he has his equipment and then yeah. he just flies <laughs> to go be Morbius. Like, hey, I've read a lot about you. Uh, I'm sure I'm Spider-Man's the reason I'm here. So <laughs> I'm, sure. Work together. I'm just sure. I don't have any it's recollection, but I'm just sure. Literally what he says. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And Morbius like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Even though Morbius is not like a criminal, this entire entire movie he he doesn't want to kill people. It's like he has a condition. Yeah. But now he wants to just work with this shady guy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And that's the movie. Ta-da. Uh, that's the bridge for as as a, as a bridge as I could get. It. So you're all caught up. Everybody uh, is all caught up on the Sony verse now. Uh, thank you for the last. Uh, what's this been? Ten minutes. That took ten minutes. We just saved you about nine hours. Oh, don't forget the the Amazing Spider-Man movies are part of that right, verse. Right, right. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, well, at least one of them is. So, okay, uh, we're, we're definitely being way too critical here, but I think the point that Sam and I are definitely trying to get across are these movies are a mess. I think that's an adequate way to just sum up all of that. There is some substance, at least in the Venom movies. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if there's no substance in the Morbius movie. From what I heard, that movie is an absolute train wreck. It's got like... 16% critical reception on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Like Venom has the ve- first Venom has 30 critical uh and then like 70 or something uh user and then the Carnage movie had about 50 critical and then like 80 user. Um right last time I checked I think Morbius was at like 16 critical and like 70 or 80 user but Whatever it is, it's bad. They yeah, you, you can't trust the user ratings on these kind of movies. Uh, you, It's hard to trust any kind of ratings, but I, I think if you just go online and listen to anything, uh, our podcast, for example... It's just not a it's not a good picture right now. And they're they're very much trying to do the same thing that 
DC is doing. They're trying to just build a universe around a couple of characters, around some IPs that they own, but they haven't captured the the Marvel magic like Kevin Feige did. Um, one thing that Sam and I were just talking about was the uh, budget for for these movies, and something I did think that was interesting that might be playing a f- part in this. I, I don't I don't know that it's all budgetarily related. Why these movies are like tanking so hard, or like maybe not tanking because they're clearly making at least a little bit enough money to continue on the trend. They're clearly not making as much as your Avengers or your Captain America or your Iron Man's, but they are. They're doubling their profits. So mm-hmm. budget of, I think, $100 million for the first two uh, Venoms, thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And I, what, what were you saying Morbius was? Like 70, 75 to 85, and they made 143. So, and I know the right. Venom movies so close the Venom movies made a return as well. Um, and I think at the, at the end of the day, I mean, a bridged version of the rest of this hate cast is... Sony's just more concerned about the quick quarter over quarter, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna turn some stuff out, we're gonna double our profits, bada bing, bada boom. Who gives a shit if it doesn't canonically make sense? They're not concerned with the details like Kevin Feige is. They're not trying to leave this like lasting legacy. They're just like, mm-hmm. we have some IPs to our name, and they're gonna make us money, and we, we we're just gonna cash in on this uh, like superhero hype happening right now. Because like if you see if you see what Marvel's doing with their movies, I could not find a movie uh, that Marvel's made since their whatever it's been like 25, 26 movie run that was under two hundred million dollars in budget. Even the first Iron Man movie, which came out way back when, was like two hundred million bucks. And then you got the Avengers movies coming in normally around three. Like each of the uh, Last Avengers movies, Infinity War and Endgame, were like over $300 million a piece to make. Now, granted, those movies are making like billions of dollars, but mm-hmm. I think Sony's producers and executives are probably just like, we're not going to give you $200 million. You're not going to be able to recreate that stuff that they did. So here's your budget. Turn it around. And if it doesn't work mm-hmm. out, we'll go sell some more playstations i don't know it doesn't matter like, <laughs> like. but I, I think that's i think that's their own fault that you know they can't invest that much money into these films they kind of just the, the quality of what they're putting out isn't and to, to me par. what's frustrating is that they're clearly not investing in like the right places so i don't know about morbius right. but the special effects in venom weren't bad I think that's where 99% of that million dollars went was just in special effects. Mm-hmm. And then no, I think Morbius kind of the same, like it, they spent a lot on the effects, mm-hmm. but you look at it like you don't, you don't need this effect here. Mm-hmm. Right. It's kind of, it's kind of it's kinda weird. They should have spent that money on the writer mm-hmm. because now that you have this, this film, this entity, what an interesting character, it right? It doesn't make sense. Morbius yeah, is but an awesome idea. Morbius is an actually an interesting character, mm-hmm. but you take this thing and like, if you know, the whole saying, if it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. But you start throwing random things in there. Like, so Martine, the character, Martine is actually his wife, right? In the comics and her and the doctor that raised him, um, they work with him to like develop a serum so that he can control his urges. Right. And then that Milo character doesn't exist. This 
It's like some random thing they just threw in there because you need a villain. Mm-hmm. You got to fight somebody in here. You don't have to do that, yeah. right? You could have you could have made an entire movie where he is uh, struggling with this thing that he did to himself. Uh, at some point, he turns people into vampires. Like that happens in the uh, in the comics. Mm-hmm. You can write a whole movie on that where he he has to fight through that and then it branches off into the rest of the universe yeah. where you bring spider-man in there and all those storylines but they just never do that because there's no thought like you said they don't have a kevin feige to think these things through and like yeah, are these are the directions we're going to go and let's get writers to you know put these things in place mm-hmm. and directors to put these things in place so it makes sense and it makes money yeah i think uh, i think you could do like the the King Kong story, you know, where like your protagonist mm-hmm. is the monster. Um, you got to have like a bastard in there, like just like maybe like a mean cop that's like, ah, I'm going to kill Morbius no matter what. But right. you don't need to have that. Like, you could do that. You don't need a villain per se. Exactly. Yeah. I just don't, that, that kind of stuff hasn't been done. And Sony's not going to be the one to like move that pendulum well, in that you, direction where you don't have a, a big bad guy yeah has there been the a, has there has there been a superhero movie in recent memory that you don't have like of somebody that the bad that's that the protagonist has to fight i can't think of one no no there, i mean there's always someone you have to fight but it doesn't have to be like the mirror opposite of you right right plus uh that's true these aren't superheroes at the end of the day like at, at morbius like he's not a hero, but he does work with Shield. He does other mm-hmm. things because he's not like evil. He just has a condition. Right. But like, look at look at Joker. Right. Joker didn't have some like Cape Crusader come and fight him. It's just him struggling through things. This is the film. Joker was a great or, example. Uh, yeah, Joker's a or good Birds example. of Prey. It's another good example. And it's it's a shame I had to jump from the Sony verse to <laughs> <laughs> find these good examples. But like th- those those are examples of like That's you don't true. need a. Uh, big bad that like mirrors you to do this it's true that's true birds of prey and joker i think were good examples of that um especially since they're both uh villain films mm-hmm. and even when suicide squad did it they had a big bad but it made sense what they were doing versus this starro this huge mm-hmm. star creature there's a reason they're fighting this they weren't actually there to fight it it's they were there to do something else yeah, here's the this creature really gotta... not about uh the, the conflict between thing right. it was about their inner conflict and the story that was underneath yeah i would agree i think that's why that movie succeeded right. in a, a ways that these these they're oh, just like in the way that carlito, these sony ones suck carlito and said in the chat watchmen uh that's that's another good example in, yeah, in the same way there's not like a big bad there there's like no there's all this conflict going all. on in the mm-hmm. film and it's it's another but that's another film where they they take they pull from the comic mm-hmm. change a couple of things but it's it's like a really uh well done like interpretation i think sony is just like they have they have this idea of what a superhero movie is and it's hero mm-hmm. villain and then this is like 90 percent of your movie there's like a, there's like one fight where your hero gets put back in his place and he goes down a peg and it seems mm-hmm. like he's going to lose and then he comes back up and actually fights again like and then there's obviously some inner conflict with your hero like it's they just feel I feel like they're doing it super cookie cutter all the way through and they're just appealing to the mm-hmm. audience that doesn't mind that kind of stuff and that's fine I mean I was talking to Nicole and Nicole was like I didn't think it was that bad and I was like that's fine it's just <laughs> not a movie for people who like want to see the like uh 
like when you dissect a movie and you're like, all right, what is actually happening in this movie? In the first like 15 minutes of Venom, they just like heavy handedly laid out this exposition of what was happening, like super fast paced, like, and it was just sloppy. It just felt like really crappily done, but it was just because they had to tell a ton of story in such a short period of time. And I was like, this could have been, if this had been like a James Gunn or a Kevin Feige or a John Favreau, uh, or one of the Russo brothers when they were still making good Marvel movies, like this would have been done so much more cleverly and like played out. It's like when you saw Captain America for the first time, they didn't just like info dump you on like who the character was. Like you learn about who he is through the course of the movie. Whereas with Venom, I feel like at the end of it, I I learned a ton about what the movie was trying to set up for the movie. I didn't learn anything Mm -hmm. about Eddie Brock. I didn't learn anything about Venom except that he was an alien Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good transition into our MCU tie-in scenes. So at the end of Venom, you randomly learn at the end of Venom 2, Carnage, uh, you randomly learn that uh Venom has consciousness that spreads throughout universes. It's never brought up in any of the other two movies. And then all of a sudden, like Eddie Brock is laying in a bed in Hawaii and Venom's like I have a bunch of uh, consciousnesses that stream across all multiverses. Do you want to see a taste of that? And it's just like, what is that? Like, this is Wait, not what? part of Yeah, that's that's the stinger in um, Let There Be Carnage. He's like, he's like, hey, do you want to see what happens uh, in my other realities? And Eddie Brock's like, what? And that, that's as the audience, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, what the, f- what are you talking about? Like, this has never been brought up. Like you're an alien symbiote. I get it. Like you combine with their DNA and you make them all like spiky and impervious to bullets and shit. But all of a sudden you're telling me that you have a shared consciousness across all universes. I get that's part of the canon. That's, that is canonically correct. But like, to it just is? like, sh- yeah, yeah. Venom has a Across shared- the multiverse? Mm-hmm. Yes. That is canonically correct for what that's worth. Venom wow. is a shared consciousness across like all of his little particles. And there's like some You know, I know that, yes. But, but I thought it was like within one universe, no, not like it, it's, throughout it spans the multiverse. The multiverse yeah. That's so anyway, crazy. they used that and just like shoehorned it into the end to basically just piggyback off of uh what I believe to be Doctor Strange, but I have a question for you because you said mm. at the end of um, Morbius that you could see Doctor Strange's magic. Was it all purpley and stuff like it was in uh, No Way Home? Yeah, I assume it's I assume it's the end of No Way Home because you see like Michael Keaton's uh, Vulture appear after you see the blue sky, it like was, you saw it at the end like of Nowhere. The same, or sorry, not blue, but like it's it was the like same and stuff and. The same not quite the same but the i i saw what they were getting at they didn't have they didn't have marvel budget to, <laughs> yeah, <they couldn't, laughs> you know what do you want to see cg like, the sky that's not yeah, something we can do it's too much <laughs> i'll put a line in there, there you get paint 3d exactly Addis, that's, that's what they did of cg just go into paint <laughs> and make it <laughs> um but you can in, tell what they're trying to do in in venom which came out mm-hmm. i believe let there be carnage came out before no way home i believe the transition of like multiverse shifting was like totally different it was basically like the screen just kind of shook and the lights got really light and then he was uh in a new universe sorry about that um he was like in a new universe but it was like not 
the same kind of like effect at all, which just makes me think that like the Sony people knew, you know, roughly the idea of what was going to happen in No Way Home. Because I think at that time, like all the trailers had been out and they were like, oh, there's universe connections and stuff now so we're just gonna they didn't know how they were gonna do it we're gonna capitalize off of that (laughs) yeah and then they want you to think that um spider-man is gonna be in the next venom movie or whatever they probably wanted you to think that spider-man was gonna be in morbius but they were probably trying to get at they're i mean they're trying to prepare for the sinister six film and then i assume andrew garfield is gonna be the Spider-Man, I don't know if it'll be... Uh, yeah, that's that's another thing Tom that Holland, I want to talk but... about. I think I have heard that it's... Uh, the rumors are that it's going to be Garfield that they pull in to uh, reprise his role. I guess because Toby's way too old. Tom Holland's way too expensive. If they're making $100 million movies, they're they're not affording like the MCU budget. Tom Holland's probably like, you're going to pay me what? Like... You gotta pay him your budget. Kevin uh, Feige gives me foot rubs <laughs> in between takes, and you're gonna give me what? Like yeah, nah. three percent, three percent of the take home? No thanks. Yeah, I w- I would guess Andrew Garfield, if anybody, but they he just was don't. not a lot of people's favorite Spider Man. I I thought he was fine. I, I think he's a great Peter Parker. I just think those movies aren't good. Again, it's the you thought me, he was a good Peter Parker. I always heard it was the other way yeah. around that Garfield was a better Spider Spider Man and he was too cool to be Peter Parker. I think that was a lot of people's opinion. Uh I'll be honest, I barely remember montage, those dude. You don't remember his <laughs> skateboard montage where he was like an emo kid at the beginning of the first Spider Man movie, he like lays I down don't. his skateboard and there's like a <laughs> ten minute montage of him like skating in an abandoned warehouse and <laughs> that was where I was like, Okay. I, I do not know remember if this. I'm excited for this movie anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I never even saw the second one. I didn't see the one with uh, it's, Jamie it's Foxx. Yeah, it's not good. As it's the issue is always just the story, the way they write these characters, and then the way they like kind of make things up. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to. You really don't have to do that. You have all the material you need mm-hmm. right here. Just use that, and then you can easily. I like. All right. So part of one of the things in Morbius, one of the things he was trying to do was cure himself uh and then as he as he's trying to cure himself like spider-man and uh crocodile find out about his condition and then they go to see him because they're also trying to cure their conditions that's mm-hmm. a whole it's an easy tie-in mm-hmm. and then you can have a fight like you could this is so easy to tie all this in eddie brock is a photographer and writer you can get him in there. You can get another vulture. It's so easy to tie these things together just using the material you already have. Yeah, I just uh, they just don't care. And you just don't. They don't care. They don't mm-hmm. do it. But whereas Kevin Feige and Marvel doesn't matter how much they spend. It doesn't matter. Like you get your big fight. It all ties to the comics. It all makes sense. I think you it's just like have two different. Written. You have two different end goals. I mean, you got somebody trying to mm-hmm. create the new like Olympus of entertainment. Like the Marvel movies are just like, they're, they're not missable. You can't, you know what I mean? Like you're in the minority if you're not going to see the Marvel movies. I know plenty of people mm-hmm. out there. It's not their jam. It's not their thing, but mm-hmm. I would say more people are seeing Marvel movies than are not. Yeah. Because people are excited it's to see the movies, comics come to life. People our age. Yeah. People who grew up with the comics, like, yeah. you know, it spans generations. I know my dad is like pumped for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, the, and they're decently written mm-hmm. as well. And the Sony movies are just trying to capitalize on that. They're like, hey, look at this Marvel movie. I mean, the the thing that really like grinds my gears is the way that they advertise these Sony movies, like in Morbius. There were trailers that were like clearly deceptive, where there's a poster in one of them that had Spider-Man and it was like murderer <laughs> written on it. That was not a scene in the movie. That didn't happen in Morbius. I know that. No, it did not. There was no no tie no to Spider Man at all. Yep, but the, they the only tie in is when Michael Keaton is like, "I'm sure Spider Man." I'm the sure here. that something named Spider Man. <laughs> I'm <did> sure. This. <laughs> Why are you sure about this? <laughs> uh, so Sony's had a, cute, a few hits uh, outside of their Sinister Six Sony verse. Um, we've talked mm. about a couple of them. The OG Spider Man's one and two of spider-man i like three okay i like black uh, suit uh toby you like you like <laughs> yeah emo, Toby's fire. Like, oh my god oh i'm trying to remember that line it was like i failed to see how that's my problem this is like the beginning of that was, it was like great the tagline for that movie um okay i mean to each their own i i thought the third one was definitely like i was like okay uh it definitely didn't hit the same way that the first two did it and um, the first the first Andrew Garfield movie was fine, but they did do one other Spider-Man movie that we have not mentioned yet, which is yes, Into the, Spider- Into the Spider-Verse. Verse. Yeah, which was amazing. Top tier. Mm-hmm. So Can't wait for the second one. Yeah, they are doing a sequel to that. Thank God. I'm really, 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 really happy that that made a profit because that's the kind of thing that I guarantee you somebody had to go into the producer's office and be like, beg like hands and knees let Mm -hmm. me do this because it on paper with a budget of i think like 94 million dollars or something like that that was not a cheap movie to Mm -hmm. make i i I know that it made money but it did not make a ton of money so i'm glad Mm -hmm. that it i'm glad that it at least recouped uh enough for the executives to sign back off but it was so so well received and i think that they know because of how well the last one was received i mean that was like the best movie around for a while um and i think because of the popularity i know i'm gonna recommend this to everybody i'm definitely gonna see it i'm definitely gonna buy it um Mm -hmm. so just more stuff like that like i wish sony would just keep doing little projects like this like and dc for that matter you know just to hop ship like let me see more things like joker let me see more things like spider-verse i don't need or you know if the batman were to be a standalone thing or like a small project you know what i mean like the batman to be like just a little trilogy, and that was it. Like, oh no, 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 I I disagree there. I want I want full like universes, right? Like the DC animated universe is beautiful. Yeah, I love everything that they do in the DC animated universe. And if they did like this, they took the uh, Enter the Spidey verse. They're making another one, mm-hmm. right? The sequel's coming out. Uh, and if they decided, all right, here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna use Miles Morales, and we're gonna like use these comics and build this universe around this this spider-man entity yeah i i'd be happy with that they did all animated stuff and just all right we don't need live action anything just let marvel do it uh i just think it just needs to be done well and i'm holding out hope and we'll talk about dc in the future but i'm holding out hope that they take that flashpoint movie that they're making and reset everything bring (laughs) We gotta see uh, if uh, Twilight Batman in there. We gotta see if uh, what's his name still has a job. 
last we heard the actor who played flash got arrested in hawaii for being oh but see yeah he's 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 done he got fired but that's the beauty you can <laughs> of a flashpoint if you flashpoint you can do whatever you want right you flashpoint barry island is now a whole different person uh, i bet that actor wishes he could flashpoint that night just having one too many Mai Tais and then ruining his <laughs> career. Flashpoint, let me he's, retcon that, please. <laughs> he's done. Oh, man. Um, but, but I know DC also, not to stay out, not to get too far off track, but they yeah, like yeah. fired everybody. Uh, After they fired what, a bunch Justice of directors. League? Yeah, they, they had, I think they had like a buyout. Someone bought Warner Brothers, something like that. So they mm. fired a bunch of directors uh, and they're trying to get their own Kevin Feige. So we can talk about that maybe next week or one of these weeks when we talk about the DC universe, but they're, they're on one. And I hope D uh, Sony takes that, that thought, like do the same thing. Speaking of directors, I want the best for Andy Serkis, but he directed, he was the one that directed Carnage, which I didn't know he directed anything. But Gollum, the guy that plays Gollum, directed Let There Be Carnage. Yes. But he's awesome. He's He was awesome. He's as, a uh, great actor. Yeah, as what's his name in Black Panther? Uh, Claw. <laughs> Claw. But man. And uh, Alfred. And he's Alfred, too. Uh, he's Alfred. He's, he's in. Alfred, but <laughs> He's everywhere. Uh, yeah, definitely not of the same caliber of director as some of the stuff that they're pulling. But Sony getting its sort of comeback-ins with No Way Home. That was a fantastic movie that paid homage to some of the best classics. Don't, don't give that credit to And uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, we got to pay homage where it's due. So No Way it's Home, due to Marvel. Is, yes, they were able to do it. And then, um, uh, you made me lose track. Uh, one other thing. Uh, with the Spideyverse? Uh, yeah. Into no. the Spideyverse with Miles Morales? Yeah, that too. And they make good games. The Spider-Man games are phenomenal. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. This like is the only credit tier. that I'll give Sony is the animated Spider-Man movie. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And the first two Spider-Man movies, uh, sometimes the third, even it's terrible, but I just like Black Suit Toby. It's funny. Do you... Oh, the other thing I was going to say, Sam Raimi, who did those first two Spider-Men Yes, is he is doing Doctor Strange. Yeah, we got our tickets already. I'm excited. Day one, my birthday, yep. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Doctor Strange. I am so excited. I thought it was the fourth. No, nah, it's the fifth. Because the, oh. the movie comes well, comes out on the sixth, but that's a Friday. Oh, okay. So okay, okay the movie okay, always okay. comes out the day before. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. how like movies used to actually release at midnight. But now they're just like, they just come out at like 2 p.m. Yeah. the day before. It's like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I used to take off work. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stay up late. Uh, yep. No, now it's just like, nah, go see it after work. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Nothing matters. There's no rules when movies are making $1.2 billion. Um, is there anything they can do to turn it around? Do you want to see them turn it around? Or do you just want to see this go down like a lead balloon? Uh, they're not, so Sony's not going to give up the rights to Spider-Man, right? So I'd like for them to turn it around. Spider-Man's not my favorite character, but I do like those mm -hmm. stories. Uh, and I do like when Marvel works with Sony to tie that in. So I would like for the other characters in that Spider-Man world to be done well. And I think they can just get them, uh, Kevin Feige, uh, 
to tie together these movies, come up with a plan of attack, stop making up random characters for your films and random storylines. Just bringing in ugly Doctor Who. Stop it. Yeah, like for Stop for it. no reason. The the <laughs> fact that you don't know how mad I was when he was like, "Hey, my name's Lucian. Now you're Milo." Like what? And then for seventeen years, they just called him Milo. <laughs> Most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Whatever. I I just want them to just get it get it together, or follow the animated Spider Man and use that universe. The Miles Morales' story is, like, fresh. You could do stuff before Marvel so does it. So if you had so a choice, would like, you prefer you know? if they, like, in a in a perfect world, if they could do one or the other well, but only one, would you prefer they do the animated stuff or the live-action stuff? Oh, man. I think animated. Just yeah. because the the animated stuff I feel like was, I have has all already I been good. in the live-action from the Marvel stuff. Like, that's, that's yeah. living up to the... the, the realities and expectations right. that i wanted to yeah. I so just keep I mean. making deals with marvel and stick to the animated yeah. stuff if we have to choose yeah yeah and you know what would be awesome i think in my perfect world is that sony uh acquired some like top tier animation studios and kept doing what they're doing with the spider-verse but just kept mm-hmm. pl- doing these one-off stories for everything guardians avengers x-men like, give me all the animated, like, side story stuff that you can't really explore in these live action movies, and then let Disney do all the live action stuff and just give them the the helm. That'd be a cool partnership. Oh, so you so you want a new deal with Sony from Disney? Yeah, to, I want Sony. To <laughs> they're not going to. So, Disney's not giving up anything. Their live action rights. So be like, we are never allowed to put a live a person in a Spider Man suit or. Mm-hmm a bat suit or whatever the hell Morbius was supposed to be a vampire suit. That is all Disney's jurisdiction. Sony can mm-hmm. draw. They're allowed that they can color as long as they color in the lines and they make it entertaining. They can keep doing that, but only draw Spider-Man stuff. Cause no, you said I, X-Men and no, all that. It'd be cool if they did, I'd let them, let them run the gamut. Let the studio, not, let the studio. Disney's not going to do that. It's the best of both worlds. Disney doesn't have to hide. Disney Disney has enough animation studios. I know they do. Yeah, just give it. Okay, well, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice to Sony, but yeah, at the end of the day, I just want Disney to handle it. Personally, I want Sony's thing to go down like on fire, crash into the Bermuda Triangle. I don't want to see it. I'm really glad you paid to see Morbius. I don't want to give that film any money. I don't want it to succeed. I don't want them to keep doing this. I just want like it just it really it really upsets me that they're trying to like capitalize on the success of another one to just like people go into yes. those Sony movies thinking like, oh, this is another Marvel movie. And then they walk out and they're like, yes, well, that was kind of not what I expected. Like it, it really made me mad. You remember the trailer for Morbius? They had Michael Keaton in it. Yeah. That scene is not even in the. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the scene in the trailer is not in the movie. Like, how yeah. dare you? Yeah. I really yeah. wish that I just paid for Sonic and walked into Morbius. So nobody else was done. in there. I should have done that. Condone uh, <laughs> stealing here on cameos, but which is why I didn't do it. But next time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm stealing. Let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Um, Sonyverse right now. What are you giving it out of 10? Venom, 1 and 2, and Morbius. I think those are the only ones we can really call like the... They're trying to do something there. So what do you what do you give that out of 10? Like a, 
a three because Jared Leto was really trying. I was call leader Leto call was really leader trying. Leto. Yeah, he was, yeah, just he was doing his best. <laughs> um, yeah. He did his best. I think I agree with you. I'll give it maybe a 3.5 just because I actually thought uh, let there be carnage. Like I could mm-hmm. if they just 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 go fully into that. Like if you're just not going to care about the story or anything like that, like just go go full go full into that and i could see uh-huh. it being a little bit better so yeah i'll give it like a three or three five but um the first venom horrible most of the second venom <laughs> pretty bad and morbius uh-huh. i'll take your word for it all right that's all we got on this one thank you guys for tuning in we are on to the next